How many of you guys glad that we are a church where the Holy Spirit moves? Amen. Yeah. I, uh, I have chosen, I've decided that I won't live my life without him and that I won't do ministry without him. Because Jesus is the head of the church, but he left and he said, I'm leaving you the Holy Spirit. And don't do anything without him. Wait and tarry until he fills you with power. Well, listen, I have, I know the clock says I have 30 minutes, but I have 10 minutes. <laughs> and uh, I'm, just, I'm just so glad. Like I, I had, a, I had a, you know, a message here for us tonight, um, but the Holy Spirit did his thing. And I would much rather have that happen. And, 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 and that's not to say that when we teach the word and when we preach the word that the Holy Spirit's not moving. Um, it, just when he does these things, God isn't limited to do things that way. Sometimes the Lord needs to speak something. Sometimes we need to be illuminated. Revelation needs to come. Teaching needs to come so that we can either make a decision to receive Jesus or so that we can make a decision to move in the direction that God is causing us to move. We preach the word so that a decision of faith can be made. But there are times when the Holy Spirit comes in and he says, I need you to step aside a second because there are some people in this gathering tonight that need something right now. And when that happens, I endeavor to allow that to happen. We as a leadership team, we as a church endeavor for that to happen. And um, it's, just, it's just amazing. Uh, this, I was here with you guys last week and I felt in my, in my heart to, to teach on a, a, a subject. This, this word came to me of unsung heroes. And the idea is that there are a lot of heroes in the Bible that we know of, David, Abraham, and they did amazing things. But there are also these heroes in the Bible that are not the main character of their story. Um, they might have just a little bit of scripture that is allocated to them in the word. And, and many times when we are reading this passage of scripture, we read over their significant part and their significant role that in reality, had they not done something, had they not said something, the probability of what happened that was the heroic thing, that was the amazing thing may not have happened. And so last week I talked about and I taught on uh, Elihu, which I wonder how many of us have heard of Elihu. But he is the, the, the hero, the unsung hero in the book of Job. And tonight I wanted to teach on the story of Naaman. And in summary, there's a lot that we can learn from Naaman because the Bible says that he was a man the commander of the Syrian army, and he was a man of power, he was a man of position, he was a man of prestige, he was a man of valor, but at the same time, he was a man with a problem, he was a leper. And because of this, this really changed his life. And it was, a, it was this moment where he was in desperate need. And the unsung hero of the story of Naaman actually doesn't even have a name that we see in the scripture. It's, it, the Bible says that it is a captive young girl who is the servant of the wife of Naaman in his house. And she speaks up and she realizes what's happening and she says, if only my master knew that there's a man of God in Samaria that can heal him of his leprosy. And the story goes on that he goes with all of his power and all of his wealth. And he has this expectation of how he's supposed to get healed. Pretty much he, he wants Elijah. A, 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 Elijah, I'm sorry, um, not Elijah, but uh, I'm thinking of in Spanish, Elias. 
Elisha, thank you, where he thinks that Elisha is going to come in and wave his hand around and just perform this amazing miracle, but that's not the way it happens. And the story goes that he's supposed to go dip in the Jordan, and he's like, why do I have to go take a bath? And the story and the lesson there is this, that he almost allows pride and he almost allows unmet expectation from forfeiting the need and the miracle that was about to come into his life through this man of God. But all of this wouldn't have happened. He gets healed. Not only does he get healed, but he receives the God of Israel as his God to the point where he takes dirt from Israel back to, back to Syria. And all of this wouldn't have happened had it not been for this servant girl who's not even named. And as I'm sitting here in worship, the Holy Spirit's showing me something that I hadn't seen. And in my mind, it's just, hey, these are some pretty cool stories that we can see and learn from this unsung hero of this story. But the Lord is showing me that these stories actually have some parallels. The story of Job, the story of Naaman. And here's what I feel like the Lord is reminding us in all of this. Is that no matter how old you are, no matter where you are in your walk with God, no matter how long you've come to church, no matter what you know and what you don't know, all of us in this room are in one of two places and positions. Either number one, you are in desperate need and you are in a problem, you are in a crisis in your life where the Lord is, 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 is working some things in your heart. He's humbling you perhaps and he's bringing healing and he's bringing life in your life. And he's doing something that is not just for you, but he's doing something that will radically change you so that you can bring radical change to the world around you. Either you're in a crisis or you're in a position to say something, to bring hope close enough to a crisis that the Lord wants to use you. And it doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter what you know or don't know. Just like Elihu, you come in and bring the wisdom and understanding of a God. Just like this servant girl, you say something, you speak up. Even if it's to the person that was the same person that had you captive in the first place and allows hope to come in where God and his gospel go way further than what you would have already uh, ever thought of. And so we're in a place of whether we really desperately need God or we're going to be desperately used by God. And I wonder if the Holy Spirit is just reminding us and, and telling us tonight that this randomness or this problem or this situation is bigger than what we think. The situation that we might be in, the situation that we're walking through, the people that we're walking around, I wonder if the Lord is reminding us that he's at work even when we don't see him. That he is advancing his kingdom more than ever in this time if we were to just take a step back and open our eyes and allow his voice to be the strongest voice in our lives. In this time, I, I don't really want to take too much time because the Lord has already done some things. And I know that in the beginning we called out a couple things, but I want to just allow the rest of our time here as we pray to just press in just a little more, if you would. To just uh, ask the Lord, where are you right now? Are you in a place where you need to open your heart and allow God to do what he wants to do through you? Or are you in a place where the Lord is going to fill your mouth with the right words and he's going to put you before the right people so that you can bring hope and healing to the people around you? Would you guys just rise with me as we close service tonight?
I want to open up the altar, actually. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you need to get going soon, that's fine. Um, you know, we try not to put a time on, on the Holy Spirit. We try not to put some things in, in, a, in, a, in a specific model on, on how God wants to move. But I, I really do feel like the Holy Spirit is not done. You know, I thought to myself, man, I had a little outline. I even had these three Ps that sounded good together for the message. But how many of you guys know it's not about that? It's not about that. It's about what God wants to do. And I pray that you might be a little uncomfortable. You might be like, what is going on here? This isn't church like the way it's supposed to be. But I pray that you can see God in this. And I pray that you would surrender and, and humble yourself to allow God to do something in a way that you might not have thought that he would do it. And I feel like there's people here that's just like on the brink of receiving something and it's hinging on your unmet expectation. And it's like the Lord's rocking your boat on purpose. So that you can see that he can move through people you would have never expected that he can move through. Through situations that you would have never imagined that the Lord can do that. So I want to open this altar up. I want to ask that the pastoral team comes and the prayer team comes. You're either in a crisis and a problem right now where you just need a touch of the Holy Spirit. Or maybe you're in a place right now that the wisdom God's given you, the understanding that God has given you, the word that God has given you, that you need to rise up with boldness and allow the Lord to use you in the place that you're in. And may the Lord reveal that to you tonight. May the Lord show you where you stand. May the Lord show you what he wants to do. In the place you're in, in the, circum in the circumstance you're in, and to the people that you are around. So let's pray. Let's dive in, if you would, church. And would you please come forward? Would you please take a, take a step of faith? And I know this is different, and I know that, you know, we didn't follow the rules of church. But the Holy Spirit's here. And I want to allow him to do what he wants to do. Father, we come before you tonight. And uh, we just step aside, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you would have your way in us tonight. Lord, in the name of Jesus, for those who are going through a season of struggle, to those who are going through pain, as I taught on Job and as I just mentioned the name and maybe they, they connect with this or maybe it bothers them to hear even of these stories of hope and they look at their story and they say, Lord, where are you? I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come and intervene. Lord, you are the miracle worker. You are the way maker. You are the healer. You are the life giver. You are the answer and the solution that we desperately need. And the way you bring it, Lord, may our expectation be on the method, but may it be on you, Lord. And Father, for those of us who are in a place where we can be used and don't even see it. Lord, I ask that you open our eyes tonight. 
the way you open the eyes of Elihu, the way you open the eyes of this servant girl. Open our eyes, Jesus. Show us, Lord, how we can be used for your glory. May we be bolder than ever. May we not wait for a position. May we not wait for any spectacular sign for us to go forth and advance your kingdom in our area and in our world.